Recorded live. Good afternoon, everybody. Hello. I am so sorry I overslept. Uh, no problem. The working woman now. <laughs> oh, I guess. I guess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, no excuses, no excuses. Um, all right, so Miss Erica is on the computer. Okay, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stay on the call long because this is lunch break Bible study. And not morning Bible study. So it's just going to be nuggets that we do in the afternoon to help us, you know, on Monday and to get us through the rest of the day. I said, but this is a did not bring a dirty. Okay. Okay. Um, and so I don't know if the recording from earlier is there. So I'm not gonna pick up where I left off. Yeah. Huh? It it should be out there. Um but this is this is a new recording. Okay. Because I'm like, I don't know what I what was said. <laughs> I was just I was just letting it go. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I can't still go pick up where I left off. I can't do that. But um, what we're going to do is, uh, because this is lunch break Bible study, we're going to hit uh, Proverbs. Wisdom knowledge, understanding, and discern. But, um, okay, go back to that. All right. 
Um, hey, Vanessa. Um, okay. Did you just say hey to Sam? No, Vanessa. But Vanessa's oh. thing as well. So we got me, you, Vanessa, and Erica on the call. Um, Vanessa's not on yet. I'm looking at it on the computer. She's not on yet. Oh, okay. She might have just been saying hi. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right now it's just me, you, and, and Erica. Okay. All right. Let me find it. Okay, so we're, I'm always talking. <clears throat> oh, Lord, help me find this. Okay, so one um, one thing that we've always been talking, I've always talked about, is a relationship. That was what we were starting this morning about um, the kind of relationships that we have with people, and. Um, <clears throat> The relationship that we have with God, um, we need to, you know, just like when we go into a new relationship with a guy or a girl, a woman or a man, however you want to put it, we always put our best foot forward and we always try to accommodate um, what they like, what they don't like. You know, if they don't like a particular food, we're like, oh, I don't like it either. You know, they don't like um, going to the movies. Oh, we don't have to go to the movies. You know, we we try to accommodate and compromise and and everything to make the relationship work. Um, And there are some things that, that God has specifically said that he does not like. And it's like we purposely, you know, we purposely go and do these things anyway. You know, um, the world has gone in the way of what God said, what the word of God says, he doesn't like. And and that's why um, we're so perverse. Hold on one second. Uh, Uh, and um, and God, you know, and God lets us know, you know, to be in a relationship with me, I'm letting you know up front what my do's and don'ts are. You know, He gave us the commandments, He gave us the laws, He gave us, you know, He gave us the judgments, and you know, all these warnings and and everything, so that um. We'll know. We we will be we would be without excuse, you know. So when when the relationship fails, and he says, um, 
you know, you we say, you know, uh, but we prophesied in your name. We did this in your name. And he was like, go, you never knew me. This is the reason why. Because in a relationship, you will look at what, you know, a person says, you know, again, what they like and what they don't like and, and act accordingly. And um, and that's something from the heart. It's not, it's not just actions. It's because you truly want to be closer to that person. I mean, even in a marriage, the more you're married to a person and they tell you, um, hey, babe, I, I, I don't like it when you flick my ear. Please stop. Eventually, you know, maybe because it's a habit or whatever, but eventually you stop because you want the relationship to work and you see that that is something that irritates or hurts or makes that person uncomfortable. And so because you want the marriage to work or the relationship to work, you're going to adjust yourself accordingly. Fix you something to eat, sir. Okay, so we're going to go towards, um, we're going to read Proverbs 6. Um, and <clears throat> um, I'm looking, there are one, Okay, so there are three things. There are three different, in my Bible, there are three different sections to Proverbs 6. Um, It's a warning against idleness, a warning against sowing discord, and a warning against adultery. Um. But we're going to work, what we're talking about right now is um, the warning against sowing discord. And so that's in, um, it starts at the 12th verse of Proverbs 6. And it says, a naughty person, a wicked man, walks with a forward mouth. He winketh with his eyes, he speaks with his feet, he teaches with his fingers. Forwardness is in his heart. He devises mischief continually. He sows discord. Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly. Suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. And so the definition of forwardness Okay. You're going. You're going in and out. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but like you'll be talking, and then there'll be like nothing. And so I don't know if you like stop talking or if something happened to your phone. Oh no, I had to stop talking. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I had to stop talking. Oh, hold on a second. I'm sorry. So what? Want that? We're gonna clean the pot out, and uh, I'll be there in a second. You just gave me the worst look. Okay, so <clears throat> a forward person is 
a person difficult to deal with. Contrary. So, um, So this is saying that in a perverse way, in the perverseness of this person, a a perverse person with a perverse mouth. And so this person is always sowing discord, is always saying or doing whatever... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Help me out, Pam. It's never trying to make peace in the relationship. It's always looking to gain ground, have the last word, very uncompromising, you know. And so the thing is with God, God is like, you know, when you, as you read his word and as you get into any relationship, not just with God, but into any relationship, if you're always in, if you're always the one that has to make peace, if you're always the one that has to compromise, eventually that relationship will fail. because. You're always the one that has to that that's bending over backwards to make it work, and this other person is doing everything in their power to break you, to make you change who you are. And see, the thing is, we we say that we say that um, that God is a gentleman, and He is. And the things that he wants us to change are things that, when we look at it, it makes us a better person. And so, when we use that as the, when we use that as a standard to go by, in a relationship you're in, you want to say, "Is this person trying to make me better?" Why are they trying to break me? There's a difference. They both start with B, better or break. Mm. But we have to be able to have that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to know which one it is. Because sometimes, okay, we always say, oh, you know, better to, you know, to break and rebuild it. But you have to look at that person is not God. So whoever comes into your life, they're only supposed to be trying to make you better, not break you. Hold on one second. I have to take this call.
Now, I don't you blocked away, so I just um just listen in. Go huh? on mute. Just go on mute and listen. Go on mute and listen to the what? And Bible study. Right now? Yes. Okay. All right, bye. <sighs> Sorry about that, Joe. <laughs> no, that's my daughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Dad, do you all ever stop? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Girl. Um, so, as we go into the rest of it, it says in, um, it says in, in verse 16 of Proverbs, and six, it says, these six things does the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. And so he lets us know there's at least seven things definitely that he hates. And he wrote it in the book. You know, and, and it's like I wrote it down for you. <laughs> and so, therefore, there's no way you can say you didn't know. And so the first one is a proud look. A proud look. Just looking proud is enough to set his teeth on edge. What are you looking proud for? Because basically that's saying, what have you done to look proud? Because if the glory comes to me, what are you looking proud for? You really haven't done anything. If it wasn't for me, you would not have what you have. You could not do what you do. So, therefore, what are you looking proud for? So that gives that that is something that he doesn't like because that means that you're saying you're putting yourself above him instead of um instead of giving him glory, you're saying I did this. And so he doesn't like that. A lying tongue. That is simple in itself. A lying tongue. It's like even little white lies. I mean, a lie is a lie. So the thing is, if why would you? Why do you need to lie? That's why we're that's why we're trying to live a life of transparency, making sure that when you're ministering to somebody, that you're willing to open your life up. And say, I I went through that too. I mean, look at Lisa, look at Sam, you know, Pam. When we're on this call, we open our we open our book up, the book of our life up, and we say, this is what we are we've gone through, or this is what we're going through. What's the point of lying about it? It's is is honesty, is truthfulness, and that in 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 a relationship, being honest is key. Why are you gonna lie? Tell the lie, and you know, instead of telling the truth, what the truth will do? It makes no sense. The third thing, hands that shed innocent blood. Now that's becoming more and more of a an issue now, unfortunately, where men are putting their hands on women and vice versa in violence, 
in pettiness, in jealousy. They're doing it to their kids, killing their kids for no reason. And it's just like these are the things that God hates. But this is where but this is where the world is going. This is what the world is doing and without remorse. The fourth thing, a heart that devises wicked imaginations. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. Think about that. You have you have all of these congressmen, politicians, businessmen who are looking for different ways to enslave the population. They they are they are looking for ways to make you pay more in taxes. They're looking for ways to make you pay more for food. They're looking for ways to kill you in the name of climate change and all these other go to hot words that are, you know, that are in today. And so we're looking at it, and God is like, I don't like that either. And I'm going to reveal it. But the thing is, the word of God, God shows us in his word that he will reveal the wickedness of the, the heart of man. If we pay attention, he will show us the wickedness of man. So even in, in in a relationship, in any relationship, he will show you, if you're paying attention, the heart of the person that you're dealing with and give you ample knowledge, wisdom and understanding on how to deal with that person and that situation. What's next? Feet that be swift and running to mischief. Again, that's key. That's going on now. Always looking for something to cause us to, you know, (laughs) how many different shows are out there now to keep you away from reality. TMZ and Extra and all these different shows to have you looking everywhere but at the reality of life and what is really going on. And you're getting bombarded with fluff. Even on the news, they have you looking at a monkey, a gorilla, a baby gorilla that's just learning how to to eat for itself. And I saw that the other day, and I'm like, why is that news? If you didn't, if you know, it, it's a gorilla. Oh, it's cute. But why is it on the news? What aren't you telling us? What aren't you showing us? And God gives us that wisdom again, like the Proverbs is for. He gives us that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to to question why is this being given to me? Why is this information being being put in front of my eyes instead of X, Y, Z? Hold on one second. Give me two minutes, okay? Verse 19, a false witness that speaks lies. A false witness that speaks lies. And, you know, again, I I keep saying, look at what's going on in the world now. So many 
so many people are coming forward and saying, oh, you know, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, Pam, how um, there was a law that said the husband could be jealous and take his wife um, in front of the priest. And then the priest was given um, was given something to to give the wife, and if she reacted this way, she was in the wrong. If she reacted this way, she was she was either cursed or blessed, depending on you know her reaction to the the water that she drank all because of the jealousy feeling that the husband had. And so it's like, but my thing is this, a false witness. That could be the priest. That could be the husband. That could be the girlfriend or whoever. So a false witness will rise up and say whatever just so you can get in trouble to be judged. And the biggest false witness is the devil. He goes before the Father every day trying to get him to, you know, well, what, look at what they're doing. Look at what she did. And God's like, okay. Okay, I've seen them. I got you. Yes, yes. But look at what they're doing. That person accepted my son and the sacrifice he made. Look at what they're doing. They're asking for forgiveness. So, yeah, you came and you told on them. You you did it, Skippy. You got them. (laughs) But it's already been taken care of. You know, and last but not least, it says, and he that sows discord among brethren. And that's going on in the church. So everything that that, that God hates, and he considers to be an abomination. All those things are going on even at this time in this day and age. And we need to know that. We need to check ourselves. If we're going to stay in a relationship with God, we need to check ourselves every once in a while and ask him, Lord, you know, um, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, you're my strength and my redeemer. I, is what I'm doing acceptable in your sight? And if not, let me know what it is. And God will reveal it to us and tell us, okay, yeah, this right here, what you're doing, I don't like it. Please stop. He gives us that choice. He gives us that option, you know, to to listen to his reading. And so, you know, like I said, this Bible study is not going to be long because it's lunchtime Bible study. So, um, are there any questions, comments, concerns? Uh, nope, I'm good. You know, I'm still stuck on, you know, from this morning with the, you know, the jealous husband and, you know, and the wife having to prove her innocence. Oh, yes, man. When I read that, I, I wish I could, I wish. I wish I could go back and find what um, 
Because I was in I was in the Bible on my phone. And so usually when I see stuff like that in my Bible Bible, I I'll underline it because it's so weird. Um if underlined it. It was so weird. I was just like, Lord, you did that? You put that in there too? (laughs) It wasn't easy being a woman back then. No, not at all. Not at all. Heck, it's not a cakewalk now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it's like, and I wanted to read it further to see if it went towards the man as well. And um, I didn't, I, because I, my stop came up. And I said, what? Hold on one second. I, I won't try, I don't, I won't try to think I made that up. And like she didn't read that right. <laughs> I said it was called a jealousy a jealousy um offering. I think that's what it was. I don't wanna say it was a tax. Okay. This is in, if you, if you want to read it, it is in Numbers 5. It is in Numbers 5. Um, the whole chapter? No. You don't, you don't have to read the whole chapter. Um because the whole chapter is about adultery, um, suspected adultery, concerning the unclean, but about the jealousy tax. It starts at verse 11. And it talks about how he has to take an offering to the priest. And then the priest mixes the offering with water or whatever. And she has to drink part of it. And if she did, I was just like, wow. So I I was just like I said, Laura, I said, but what about the man? Okay. You know, but then <clears throat> but then <clears throat> um it goes back to 
if we look at how he gave details. A marriage is between the man and the wife, but it's the it's the wife that um, the wife is a symbol of the church, and so the wife can only have one husband. So it's like it's one of those again. It's one of those. Um, even though it it feels unfair, but it was a physical example of what God was is looking for in the relationship between him and the church. He's looking for us, the bride, to be the moral council. Huh? Be the moral compass. To be faithful. To be faithful. So when you look at the marriage, the woman the woman is the example of faithfulness. So everything, even though we had the worst of it, we were the example of what he was looking, what he wants the church to look like without a spot or wrinkle. So if we're saying we're married as the church to God, he's like, that means you don't get to step out of the marriage. You don't get to have more than one husband. You don't get to do that. Your 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 whole heart should be towards your husband. And so... Is is that physical example that he's given us, and it's like it's it's like Lord, it doesn't feel fair, but um, it doesn't feel fair, but that's what you know. That's what he's looking for. I mean, because every time you see him bringing up about husband and wife in both the Old and the New Testament, he's always he's always showing that the wife has to be clean. The wife has to do certain things. And then he says the husband has to be the same way. It's not supposed to be a one-way street. But the standard is set more for the wife because she represents the church. And I'm like, he says it's a jealousy tax. And it's like, he says, my name is Jealous. And so I was like, so that's why I call... My eye. I was like, that tax is is also, you know, what God says his name is. He says, my name is Jealous. You put nothing before me. You know, it's it's me and that's it. You know, me the floor no more. That's all. Just you know, but because the church is now open its doors. We're letting anything and anybody come in. And so the RC Church has signed on all the denominations, and they and, and a lot of the denominations have now put themselves up under the RC Church. Unknowingly. Committing the one thing that God says, no, I'm the only one that you commit yourself to. Nobody else. There is no other father. There is no other, you know, nobody else that you line yourself up with and but me. 
And so these these denominations have have basically done the biggest injustice they could ever do, and that sign allegiance to somebody other than God. And this happened within the last week or so. So, yeah. Any other comments or questions? Concerns, criticisms? RC was that the, is that Roman Catholic? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And so it's it's very it's kind of it's kind of you know not kind of it's sad it's sad. Because nobody has taken the time to really get to know God for themselves. That's why I love this call so much. You know, not just the Bible study, but the prayer call, the Sunday call, the mastermind call, all of that together, it gives God uh, uh, a richness and a fullness, even though he's he's that on his own. But for us to delve into every aspect of his nature, you know, we get the fullness of who God is. And it makes you want to go after him even the more for yourself. You know, but a lot of people are just willing to let themselves be led. And and you're being led right into areas and circumstances and issues that could be avoided if you would have just, instead of what he said, she said, There you go. Well, did he say you would have to question it if you wouldn't ask him on your own? But because you did it now, you have to deal with the repercussions. And you're without excuse because the material was there. The information was there. He was there. He would have answered your question if you would have just asked him. But you took man at his word that this is what God said. And God is like, I didn't say that. He said, I didn't say that. I didn't, hello, hello, I didn't say that. And you're not paying attention because your eyes are on the priest or minister or whoever that you put on this pedestal instead of listening to God. But he let us know what he doesn't like, what he does like. So that is our lunch break Bible study for today. All righty. Are there any prayer requests? Comments, concerns, criticisms. So, are we going to try and do this? You know, like the eleven thirty, twelve o'clock time. Um, is that what we're going to try and do going forward? Yeah, I think that works better because um, that way, you know, that gives everybody well, we a chance to. If they so choose, they can chime in as they're eating their lunch and and I have to rush and do everything in the morning. Yeah, and we and we and we can hear you because it was really um difficult. You know, I could hear your voice but I couldn't always um 
you know, discern what it was that you were that you were saying. You got, you know, you got the, the, the uh, intercom on the train there talking, announcing stops and closing doors. And um, I think at one point you might have been like in the in the subway or whatever, and it's like all that noise. I was like, okay, I know she's still talking, but I don't know what the heck she's saying. Um, <laughs> so, so at least you know this way we can um, we can still hear you. So, and then oh. even if I'm not available to uh, participate on the call, I should at least be able to you know log on and get the recording started. Okay. Well, then this will work for now, unless somebody has you know, unless somebody else says no, they can't do it and. You know. So you wanna you wanna say twelve thirty just to be on the safe side? Um twelve o'clock, twelve thirty is good. Okay. 'Cause I'm I'm gonna put it in the announcement. Okay. So I think I'll I'll put you know, like twelve thirty, I give you a chance to, you know, to, to get up and, you know, shake it off. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that works. And then that also works for the different time zones too. Mhm. So okay. Okie dokie. Then that's that's the new thing for Monday. Okay. I mean, unless Thank someone you. Want, unless someone else wants to take over the call, this is true. <laughs> So here we go. Monday lunch Bible study. Here we go. Yep. And as always, thank you, man, for riding with me as we go through the scriptures and the Bible and getting to know who God is. So, and uh, I'll take some prayer, please. Thank you. Okay. All right, all right, I got you, I got you. Is that a spider web? You ever look up and see a spider web and be like, when did the spider? Anyway. Oh, it don't take them long. It don't take them long. (laughs) I see. You can go take a shower and come back and there'll be a spider web, so (laughs) they work quick. I'm like, I don't remember that being up to yesterday. All right. All right, Lord. Uh, all minds clear. And he gave us a beautiful day. Even though it started off real bumpy. It started off real bumpy. I thought I might have to call in and be like, um, due to the weather, we're not going to have Bible study. <laughs> but it turned out to be, girl, because out here it was thunder and lightning, and and it had started raining kind of hard. So, oh, we got but, more coming. <laughs> see, Pam, we couldn't just let me have it. Well, no, you know, in case you know, in case you had some errands to run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this 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 afternoon we're supposed to get some more. This afternoon and evening. Oh, great, great. Oh, because, I mean, I have to share this. So last night, as I'm standing on the bus stop waiting for the bus to come, I was talking to my sister, like, is it supposed to rain today? And so she was like, I don't know. And for the first time in my life, I actually saw the storm coming in, mm. and it was, like, awesome but scary at the okay. same time because I saw the the clouds start bursting, like, you know, the clouds started getting bigger and expanding to, to let the rain out. Mm-hmm. And um, the lightning flashing behind the cloud. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, wow, really? I said, Lord, you know, it was just like to see that was awesome. 
But I'm like, I had no umbrella, no jacket, nothing. And so I was like, Lord, can you please just hold that off until I get to the job? And um, he did. He held it off until I got to the job. I I was able to to get in. It was just starting to sprinkle when I walked in the building. But it was just, just to see the storm coming in. And I share that because, Pam, you've been looking at storms coming and going in your life for a while now. And um, and you're like, well, you know, when is it going to be over? When When is my sunshine going to come? You know, and the thing is, just like, hold on a second, sir, is it done? Okay. Hello, it's good for a few minutes. Okay. You feel what? Not for Guys are so big. Anyway, um, and the thing is, we forget that it's in the storms that the seeds that are that have been sown in our life that we've sown the good seeds and the bad. Well, we're gonna focus on the good things because. The bad is over, and you have you have now been planting good seeds for a while now, and so the thing is, it's in the storms that the rain has to give the seed time to grow. It has to saturate the the soil. So that's a seed to grow. So you gotta give God a chance to to um to let those seeds grow up. When your harvest comes, you don't want to be where instead of you have a a prize winning blessing. You got this little bitty kernel, and you're like, this was it? And God's like, well, it could have been bigger, but you kept, you know, you kept trying to rush it. Don't rush the storm. Because if you really look at the storm, the storm is only around you. It's not really, it's not really affecting anything you're dealing with at all. It's just, it's just, it just seems worse than it really is because the enemy wants you to back up and back off and pull your harvest way before it's time. And so, Lord, we pray right now for Pam and patience. Patience has its perfect work within her, oh God so that she'll be able to stand and stand there for as she waits for the harvest that you are manifesting in and for her, for her good and for your glory. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Amen. That was a nice segue, by the way. Huh? I said, that was a nice segue. <laughs> that was all I was, girl. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. I was like, where am I going with this? All right. I know. Let's I go. forgot that you were praying for me. I got caught up in, you know, you talking about the storm that you saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Lord, where are we going? Where? I'm, I was playing for the leader. I praise <laughs> her. 
Anybody else want prayer, comments, questions, criticisms? All right. So that concludes our first lunchtime Bible study. Miss Pam, if you can pray us out, I'd appreciate it. Okay. Father, all the praise and all the glory goes to you forever and ever. Father, we thank you for this day, this day that you have made, that we will be glad and rejoice in it. Father, we thank you for this call. We thank you, Father, for the ability to have some place to come for fellowship and to share and to learn of your word. Father, we thank you for Sister Felicia for being obedient, for trying this morning on her way home from work, and then trying again this afternoon to to do as you are instructing her to do, and that is to teach your word. Father, we continue to to say thank you for the blessings that you are bestowing upon her. Father, she may be in a work situation that does not satisfy her at the moment, and that is not fulfilling, but it is just a stepping stone on the path that you have her on. Father, we thank you for the increasing blessings that will be coming her way as she continues to be obedient and to follow the steps that you are laying before her. Father, we just we thank you that anyone who took the time to call in and listen to the Bible study today, that they heard something that will help them in their walk with you, Father. Give them something to to think about, Father. We thank you, Father, for your unconditional love, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. We're going to call this Have a blessed afternoon. Talk to you in the morning. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.